0: Another episode of the Lakers Fast Break podcast. It's Gerald Glassford coming right back at you from Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, and Game Source. We truly appreciate everyone out there to all of our great shows. And if you can, please give us that five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. Plus, if you can like, share, subscribe, follow, or do anything that you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, Game Source, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, and we have new episodes out for Inside Sports Fantasy Football. So please catch it out. We're going to go ahead and start doing weekly updates on the fantasy football scenes at Inside Sports Fantasy Football. Also, as well, our great friends at LakersBall.com. Go ahead and check out Joe Sorrel today, AKA Ox1947, at LakersBall.com. Plus our good friends at Lakerholics.com. I know Laker Tom is always hovering around Lakerholics.com with another great article. Also as well, Jamie Sweet with his five things articles as well. So go ahead and check out what they're doing today at Lakerholics.com. I know there was a great conversation right there in the comments after a couple of my latest videos that I posted there at Lakerholics.com. Plus also our good friends at the Hoopheads Podcast Network. And if you can support all of that, plus... Check out on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts, and even also our great Facebook page, Lakers Fast Break. Also, as well, I want to go ahead and let everybody know that if you can check out there, our 500th episode. That's right. I hit the magic 500 mark. I'm just so glad and happy we've made it this long. It's because of you. Every one of you out there that has supported us over the years, we truly appreciate it. Big shout out to Alan FTW49 for subscribing as we speak. So go ahead, if you can, support us today. Check out the 500th episode right there for you and subscribe below Joe. Now, don't poke Joe's eyeball out right there on the screen. Now, go ahead and go with your finger down below, just like Alan FTW49, right below Joe, right there for you. And if you can do all of that, it is sincerely appreciated. Well, there's still not much going on in the NBA per se. So everybody's trying to manufacture shows and create shows, and some people are actually going on vacation or whatnot, but the kids are back in school, so I can't be going on vacation. So I'm gonna bring you more great content right here at the Lakers Fast Break. And what we got planned for you is a good show indeed. We've got three topics we want to talk about today. The most important I'll touch on here in a sec, but I do want to go ahead and talk a little bit about the Hulu docu-series. I'm still trying to get a hold of Hulu PR. If they can go ahead and answer me back, Hulu PR, if you're listening, please answer me back let me see if you can get some interviews lined up because this week I'm giving you some free pub on Hulu. This week is Legacy, the real story of the LA Lakers docu-series. That's coming up this week on Hulu. So start checking that out. All the episodes that are coming up there. I will see if I can get a chance to check it out and see if I can go ahead and talk about it here on the show. Plus, also, hopefully get some interviews. I've reached out for some interviews. I'm just hoping to hear back from Hulu PR. It's all up to you, Hulu PR. But I will say that I'm going to try my best to go ahead and do that. Plus, also, as well, we're going to be talking about the leaked dates for a couple of the major games on the tilt for the NBA season. Christmas has been announced for the Lakers, their plans. They are having a Christmas day. You can't have a Christmas day game without the Lakers there. So we'll tell you where they're at and who they're playing coming up here in a bit. Plus the October 20th game has also been set up as well. So we'll talk about that, including who they're matched up against. It's going to be some juicy talk coming up here in a bit on that. But first, my friend, it is Jeannie Bus Once again, back in the news as they were framing it for the upcoming docuseries legacy, the true story of the LA Lakers docuseries coming up this week on Hulu, the USA today interviewed Jeannie bus. And the preface of the actual title of the article is that Jeannie bus is still committed to surpassing the Boston Celtics with 18 championships and beyond. And she comments on their, her commitment to the team, her commitment to the organization, she was alluding to the fact that she's going to do what she feels is necessary in order to Lakers to go ahead and get to the 18th championships and all that. My question to my good friend, indeed, he is Anks1947. It is Joe Sorrow. Got to go ahead and check him out today at LakersBall.com. It is Joe. Joe, good to have you back, my friend. But the question I hold to you is, and we'll go ahead and elaborate more detail, I know you just give me a short answer to start off with <laughs> something blunt, and then you go off on the tangent from there. But is Genie Bus truly committed to surpassing the Boston Celtics?
1: Sure, they're committed to winning.
0: How committed?
1: They're committed because they've they had the fourth highest salary last year yeah. in terms of team salary. So as far as uh, the analytics and the numbers, it's true. They're trying to figure out a way to put a team together to make use of LeBron and AD. The issue is teams know that they want to bend them over the barrel, so they have to kind of wait it out. Who's going to... I guess it's a game of chicken. Who's going to Who's gonna chicken out before the other one? Uh, word is still going around that let's say Indiana or, or 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 Brooklyn wants both of the Lakers first round picks and the Lakers are like, no, nah, we're going to wait this out until we get desperate probably. I believe she's trying. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see any reason why we can deny that.
0: Well, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. I mean, because a lot of people on the NBA Twitter, Laker fans out there have bemoaned for over a year now. And you and I have been amongst that crew about losing Alex Caruso because of what extra costs entail as far as the salary cap and the taxes and all that would have that would have incurred if the Lakers had kept Alex Caruso, who said he was going to sign for discount. And you know, I mean, we've already talked about it in the show a hundred times, but when you see things like that take place. Does it make you even flinch a little bit on how committed the organization is to winning an 18th championship? I'm just throwing that out there. Just throwing that out there.
1: There was a domino effect in the decision making last summer with Russell Westbrook. Unfortunately, Caruso was the collateral damage because they chose Taylor Horn Tucker. I believe that was more of the issue than money. Money yeah played a factor because if they had paid Caruso as well, they would have hit a threshold in the salary cap and luxury tax that would have that would have cost them a lot more money and they couldn't make that commitment. The issue was and it's not something you would know until watching the season. It's hindsight's 2020 on it. They chose a 20, they chose a 2021 20, year old player over a 27 year old player we chose a Russell Westbrook over a players that were that knew who they were knew what their role was in KCP and guys like Kuzma and we can't sit there and 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 yell at Jeannie and, and Rob for those things because we were frustrated with Caruso I'm sorry with Kuzma and why he wasn't the player that we we, we wished he was Although I,
0: Draymond Green thinks he was a better fit than Brandon
1: Ingram. I don't care what Draymond Green says. Uh, <laughs> like I, yeah, I don't really care. Uh, the it, it, It's just, it's one of those things where they made decisions that didn't work out and no one knew. Uh, other than some people who said Russell Westbrook wouldn't work out. Yeah, that, that, that came out to be 100% correct. But more important than anything in the end is I keep hearing Anthony Davis's, let's run it back. And when I look back at it now, and a lot of times in life, you sense things, you hear things. And at the time, it doesn't register. But then when something doesn't go right, you start going back to that and going, man, we should have listened. There was a little bit of a hint there. and We didn't pay attention to it. We lost in 2021 because AD got hurt. The team was still a number one defensive team. The problem that year was we went into droughts for like five minutes, three to five minutes every single game. We went into offensive droughts where we didn't score a point. And the overcorrection was let's get some offense in here. And then, of course, we saw what happened there. So it was a – the last year and change has been a continuous kind of fumbling over ourselves to correct something. It seems to be something in society that we keep doing too, not just in sports. It's overcorrecting. We're not staying patient. We're not kind of analyzing the situation and putting things together. And I say we, we as in – I probably shouldn't be saying we. I should say the Lakers. The no, you could say
0: we were a fan base we have yeah but we't control on
1: we don't control that and we are also a cause of this because we didn't value KCP. we didn't value Kuzma yes I know Kuzma was missing open shots I know his offensive game wasn't what what we wanted it to be but what we forgot and this is something I blame myself is we forgot that Kuzma was a good team player was playing very good defense. He it's, really
0: improved his defense. I cannot did. stress that he enough. He did,
1: but more important is he was about the team, too. You know, we yeah. we, we lost focus of that. Team Even playing. though
0: he, he never got consistently his shot from the outside, he proved to everyone out there that he could contribute in other ways. He was so horrible of a – defender when he first came into the league and he did everything he could to try and improve on that end of the floor to make himself a good rotational player
1: correct and because of that we lost we lost three players that were more valuable than than we we really focused on we we didn't we just didn't value caruso kuzma and kcp enough to say, you know what, guys, I know we lost this year. I know we had a little bit of a drought uh, on offense, but these guys bring something to the team that they need. And it need it, it's, it's, it's uh. and I, I usually don't like to use the word role player, even though I say it because it's the only way to describe the situation quicker there. They had a specific role. They did it. Well, we, we, we wanted soup. We want superstars. We want, A1 players, but unfortunately, you you have to focus on that particular situation with the team. That team worked better with two stars and guys that were a collective. We, We missed that one. We missed that one very badly. And it's not like KCP was old. Obviously, Kuzma's not old. Obviously, Caruso's not old. That was that's another thing that I've been thinking about that really hurts. You know, you're talking about 27 and 25 and late 20s, you know, like, and then you traded and kind of got rid of that for someone who was in his almost mid 30s. That when you sit and ponder about it, that's that 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 hurts even more. So Jeannie's goal to get 18, I have no doubt her rob, everyone is about 18 but even if you give up your assets when you don't want to it's still you're still not knowing what let's say a Kyrie or a Miles Turner is going to do Miles Turner has a injury history that we don't know if he's going to be available Kyrie has a focus issue we don't know if he's going to be available. If you're to go to a, the Charlotte route and get someone like Gordon Hayward, Gordon Hayward, or or Rozier, Gordon Hayward is not dependable. So, in a lot of ways, as as I've sat back in the last month and a half and really uh, uh, observed all this, I, I my this my disdain and my not disdain, my issues with management. Has been more about the ethics of what they've done. Revolving around their financial situation and how they wanted to get money. How they've treated former players and executives that mean a lot to us fans. That's probably been more of my, my concern with them. But in terms of trying to get the right players in with this I, I you have to you have to kind of understand why it's going this route. You don't I you don't know. A bad decision here is very likely, regardless of however it goes, they have to be lucky. They could make and even if they make the right call, let's say they do a Kyrie deal and they're able to get Joe Harris and Seth Curry, let's say, which has been a lot of the discussion on my end. I'm like, we need those two guys too. They're trying to dump salary. We're trying to not get into that next level. I'm like, that's the part where I want to know if she really wants to win. That would be the answer right there if you're asking that question. Are you going to obtain a Joe Harris if you do the Kyrie deal? Are you going to get Seth Curry? At that point, I will start buying into the fact that you are really trying to win because those particular players actually matter in this particular system with who we have.
0: Excellent point, because the fact is with a Kyrie Irving trade, Kyrie Irving by himself doesn't move the needle enough to go ahead and guarantee us being at the top level of the Western Conference. But if you can support a Kyrie Irving trade over here and get a Seth Curry and or Joe Harris involved in that trade that would come to the Lakers, then you're talking about a five-man rotation right there that's really strong and if they keep Kendrick Nunn there a potentially a very competitive six-man rotation that you could throw out there against almost any team in the league
1: and Kendrick Nunn is uh the needle's gone to frustration I think he's going
0: to surprise you Joe if he's I
1: I, I was hoping he would be a big part of what we were going to do last year and the secrecy around what's been going, going on with his health uh has not it's it's it to me usually that that means something's going on that we don't know about mm-hmm. um unless something's changed in the last two three days I haven't read anything, so please correct me if I'm wrong here has, no, I'm has just, he, I
0: know he was gearing up towards five on five so okay he's...
1: he has not done the five on five, which concerns me right now yeah uh it's been a year uh what's going on? why isn't he playing? Why wasn't he playing five on five three months ago? What is this bruise what 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 is this bone bruise? I've never heard of a bone bruise this catastrophic i i it reminds me this is like a a redux of of Steve Nash with his nerve and his leg it it's yeah. it's a uh, it doesn't sound very very promising and well if he could
0: be anywhere near as alan f t w says. You know, if he could be anywhere near what he was with the and, Miami Heat, and, I think that's a great thing for the Lakers.
1: And Alan would know because he's a Miami Heat fan. My, going back to again, what I was saying about the little things that you heard in the background that now start to make sense that you didn't pay attention to at the time as much, but now that you know what's going on, now it's like, now it's really ringing. If Pat Riley didn't, Put all the all his effort into having the what was at the time the second leading vote getter and rookie of the year, who's got a skill set we saw it obviously in the finals. Something either is mentally off here with him, or there's some kind of physical injury that's not stopping. That right there is really the clincher for me, and I I, I didn't pay it to, I paid attention to it a little, but. Because Pat Riley's such a, he doesn't make. Yeah, well, he for the
0: bone Brews, though when he was in the exhibition season with the Lakers.
1: I don't know. I, 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 I it doesn't feel right uh, until he starts playing and he's playing game in and game out. I'm, I'm assuming that he's not going to be what we wanted him to be. Okay. Uh, I That's just, fair. I, That's fair. Yeah. I just don't. And uh, we, we, there's just so many variables here. We've said it over and over again. Uh, But the question was was a good one. Jeannie comes out and says, we want to get 18. Okay, if you want to get 18, uh, if you do happen to make a deal, make sure it's not just for Kyrie. It's not going to be enough. Even if Kyrie plays 70 games, it's not going to be enough. You do need some guys that can shoot on this team. We have no shooters. LeBron, I mean, Laker Tom said it. He's actually probably our best shooter right now, which is pretty sad considering he's not technically a shooter, and he's actually improved his shooting dramatically as a Laker. Probably the best shooting I've seen in he his. He had career. a couple of
0: years with Miami that he was uh, up there in three pointers.
1: Yeah, I, I'm I'm talking even in, in in down in the block. Yeah, we've talked we've talked about that how his turnaround jumper has been. I wouldn't say as smooth as Hakeem, but it's going in. And I don't really remember him having a mid-game. A, a mid I, 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 he's okay there, but I have noticed that he was very, very effective this last few years inside, inside that 15, 16-foot area.
0: This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com,
1: and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break.
0: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. My last movie that I saw in the theaters was The Last Skywalker. I know. Condolences to me.
1: Wow, man.
0: Nice. I I just had talked about that, and I completely forgot that I saw that movie. Yes, <laughs> Is that it doesn't speak great things about it. I suppose that's the Pop Culture cosmo show and the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on worldwide radio seven days a week, and wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Lakers fans! So stop by and be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. Well, Jeff Green has been saying some great things in the chat. He still hasn't given up on THT. And I can understand that because the kid's only 21. But for us, it's just been a hard deal to go ahead and see him. That's the problem. We we get every opportunity and still fail.
1: We did not use him well. The THT situation last year was the was one of the. For and, and again, I'm not going to blame Frank Vogel. He he had to deal with a lot of. It. And see, that's the problem with Genie and, and Rob. I thought they treated him like like crap when they he didn't deserve it. Um, well, from the
0: get go, they did.
1: Yeah, it, they they just never. I, and those are the type of things I don't like. I don't like. I don't like that you 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 get a you get a chef that cooks Italian food, and then you make him. Serve Asian and American food. That's essentially what what they did to him, and they 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 and they got mad at him. I'm not saying they got mad at him. I'm just kind of painting a picture here. But you hired an Italian chef to make Asian and American food, and then you blamed him when the food wasn't good enough, or you threw him under the bus, and you let a malcontent confirm it even more that you, you kind of. Like, I, I, I just – those are the things that bothered me about – that bothers me about Jeannie and Rob. As far as her focus and trying to win, I, there's no doubt these guys are trying to win. It's the L.A. Lakers. It's just that there, there's a lot of things that get skewed out of out here and there that just make me – it's a hard – it's a hard to support people who are not uh, ethical in those areas and, and, and not respectful – Respect is a big thing. You can still be determined and you make a mistake and, you know, and and still, you know, be respectful. But we're not doing that. We're not doing that. And I don't know if that's messing up the focus. I don't think it is. I think just we're in a very, very bad situation. And I'm hoping the league supports Joe Sy. Is it Joe Sy? Yes. Joe Sy the governor for New York. Yeah, oh, okay. he's Excuse putting me. yeah he's putting his foot down, and as a NBA fan, as a, a a a person who's watching what's been going on here this last month and a half with guys like Durant and Kyrie Irving and just guys that are kind of making things worse in terms of the image of the league. You know, I, 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 I'm hoping that Joe Sy says, you know what they're in. I'm not going to give you what you want. You either don't play or I'm not sure. Tra- I'm, I'm not going to, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait this out until I get what I want. And if you, you got a problem with that, then retire.
0: Well, if they're not giving Brooklyn what they want, that will go ahead and effectively improve their team. Then don't make the deal. It's just that simple. You just got to be straight and honest with Kevin. If he still doesn't want to play or holds out or does whatever he does, whatever you've got him on contract for four years. The thing is with with that series it's just are the Brooklyn Nets getting the kind of offers that they want that will effectively get their team going in the for, uh, forward in the future? It's the same thing with the Lakers. Are they giving out the kind of trade offers that no, will effectively
1: No, it's simple. It's a simple we know what assets the Lakers have. Yeah. And the Lakers have to wait this out. There is no other way. Yeah. They may have a deal with New York, they may have a deal with Charlotte, they may have a deal with Indiana. But they have to wait for this first because there is there is credibility in getting a Kyrie, even if it's a little bit, to try and win the title. You I have still to think, wait though, that.
0: that you have to add on to just Kyrie because if it's just Absolutely.
1: Kyrie. You, Absolutely. Yeah. You, this whole Joe Harris and Seth Curry thing, everyone's like, well, they're going to have to include this guy. I'm like, what do you mean include? We, we need that player. We need those guys. We need those two. Those types of players are exactly what would work. And if it saves Brooklyn money, that's going to be the incentive for them because they're going to be rebuilding. And the tragedy in the whole Brooklyn thing, I wouldn't, I'm wouldn't. i not saying they made a bad decision getting Durant and Kyrie, but they had a, a young team that was kind of building a little bit. And then, you know, so... You know you can do that, you know you can do that. So getting it of Joe Harris, getting rid of Seth Curry, allows you to clear the money, allows you to start from scratch. For the Lakers, we don't start from scratch. The Lakers need to keep LeBron, right? They need to take advantage of Anthony Davis's prime. They want to win now. They want to get 18. So we're in a whole different thing. We're gonna know, we're gonna get an answer to that question you asked about whether Genie is serious about 18, should there be a Brooklyn deal? Are they going to accumulate those extra players? Because if I'm the GM, I'm sitting with Genie, saying, "Genie, you're going to have to pay some bucks. You better go tell the brothers and sisters that are owners with you and A.G. Tell them, hey, you guys want 18 in the crypt? You want 18 up there? We're going to have to spend some, some dollars. Now, if she says, if she says no, then she lied. She's lying. Well, the thing is, again,
0: Jeff Green has said it. Of course she has to say she wants to win another championship. And I don't dispute that she wants to win another championship. Every single one of these NBA governors do want to win an NBA championship. It's just, I think what comes into question, the Alex Caruso maneuver And what we see from Golden State, which is willing to go well and beyond the luxury tax and even go ahead and say, "Okay, we're going to take in this player. We know it's going to cost X amount. We know it's going to cost X amount in taxes. We're going to go ahead and do it anyways. And look what happened. They ended up getting a world championship team. Now, was it the greatest team as far as the past 25 years? No, but it was good enough to win a title and they have set themselves up again, even losing the couple players in rotation that they have, they still have a great future going forward. That's what I'm hoping that the Lakers can go ahead and create. But again, it's going to take a lot of work to get there. Are they willing to go ahead and put the work into getting back at, to that championship level?
1: We've, we've discussed this before. I know we're repeating ourselves a lot here because of the dead time of the, of the season. But what someone tells me, and then what they do sometimes is exclusive. Mm-hmm. Actually, more often than not. So we're going to know we're, if they were to make that trade, we're going to know if she is telling the truth. If they just If we end up finding out that the deal that they don't want to take on a Joe Harris contract or something like that, they're not serious about winning. They're. Ser- I'm sorry. They're not serious about really want trying to go after the 18, with yeah. what they have right now. I know there's a business here. I know that they they're not. Uh, Ballmer. What's his first name? I totally forgot what his first Steve name. Steve Ballmer. and the they're not Steve Ballmer, sure. right? Steve Ballmer can can absorb a billion dollars and be okay. Guggenheim's and and, and the, the the guys that, the owners that own the Dodgers, they can, they can, they can take on a lot of salary. I get that, but don't say we're going after 18. Don't say that then. If you're not serious about getting the players that you're going to be able to get in the current format that you're in without meaning it, uh, you just become off that. You're not, you're just given lip service. And lately they've been giving a lot of lip service and We know that Rob, let's say, is one of the classic PC type people who says things and in a lot of ways over exaggerates the situation uh, to butter up the audience. A lot of people, a lot of like it's like an infomercial type. Dialogue. It's a it's a it's a fake dialogue. I call it the fake dialogue, which is oh well we're we're in great shape. Oh we're well, this is fantastic. This is great. This is this. This is that. And you're like, can you? What's so fantastic about this? Can you let the? We have to wait for the thing to go through first. Yeah. We're gonna know. We're gonna know now. If nothing happens, if we go into see the season with Westbrook, there hasn't been any trades. We're not going to know even then because I'm not going to trade the future assets because it's not just about who we're going to draft in 27 and 29. It's 27 and 29 could be assets for us next year or two years from now that we can use to get someone, let's say, who actually plays 70 to 75 games and is a star. You just don't know. Things change every year. Yeah. I mean, next season's free agents, I think if I remember... It's um, not great. It's
0: not it, great. Yeah, I
1: think the only one is Chris Middleton. His skill set would is exactly what the Lakers would need. We don't know if he wants to leave Milwaukee, though, if he was to, to become a free agent. Uh, Wiggins, I know, I think is a free agent next year. That would bring some youth. But we're not going to know that. And and a lot of times these 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 things change so much in a year or so. There's other players that will say, look, I want to get out of Miami. You know, let's say Bam goes, I want out of Miami. Or Jimmy Butler says, you know what, I'm tired of this. I want out of Miami. And then things change there. This is probably the, uh, the worst offseason I've seen in the NBA in general in years. And the Lakers are just sitting there just stewing in their own Juices, just going, oh, when is this going to end? We just need a little bit of a door to open to know what the heck we're going to do next. They are so stuck, just like we're stuck on what to talk about. They're just as stuck because they're waiting for that freaking Durant to figure out what the hell's going to happen there. And until that it's figured out, I don't know what's going to happen. And it might end up being Nothing. And Kevin Durant has to start playing. Joe Tsai might say, you know what, dude? You're playing. Ben Simmons is coming back. Kyrie's going to play another year. Go win a a championship. I'll deal with you guys for another nine months. And then you're done. It's just so odd. Uh, I I don't remember waiting this long for a demand. When Kobe demanded a trade, it it got snuffed out pretty quick by Dr. Buss.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? This is... If I'm the owner of Joe, you, I've said this before. If I'm if I'm Joe, I'm like I'm getting the deal I want, or you guys are playing. I'm gonna well, go. Try well, I want you.
0: If you are, you know, if you, this that's your team, I can totally understand that you're getting the deal that's going to best benefit your team going forward. I, I can totally understand his perspective. With Kevin Durant, I'm sorry for the situation that he feels that he's in, but he is in under contract for four years and if he doesn't want to play then then don't play for the for Brooklyn Nets but then you don't get paid it's just that simple if the team cannot find a deal to its liking and they're trying what can you do the market you know it's right now it's not as desperate because it's the middle of the summer as it gets closer to the trade deadline that's when you see desperation start to creep in.
1: If Brooklyn says we're not trading Durant. Uh, I'm pretty sure there's going to be activity after that. We'll and see. it's not, it's not going to be – there, there still could be something with Kyrie, but it's not likely from my assumption. But at that point, the Lakers are going to have to go to plan B and see if – actually, plan B might not even be it. I just – I have a hard time believing that Indiana's going to do a good deal with the Lakers. I I just don't think those guys over there care too much about the L.A. I would say L.A. is going to have to make a decision on whether they want to just get rid of the headache and know that whatever they get in return is just going to be a uh, Julius Randle or a Gordon Hayward. It's it's, it's gotten to that point. And And no matter
0: how much Laker Tom tries to spice it up, a Miles Turner and buddy healed trade to lakers it's going to improve the team but not move the meter that far where vegas is going to turn around the next day and say you know what they're the favorite to win the championship they're right now currently eighth in the western conference if you look at the vegas odds right now as we talked about on our last program and if they get a miles turner and a buddy healed it improves the team but what two three games more it goes from 44 and a half to 47 and a half that would still put them fifth or sixth at the best
1: what made the 2020 team so good is you had you had your your role players play better than we thought they were going to play kcp played like the third star in a lot of games Kuzma played better defense. Caruso is Rambis with a jump shot and athleticism, whom Laker Nation loved. We would have to have some surprise players mixed in with that. I Let's mean, remember say, they
0: picked up Marquise Morris off, off the scrap heap, and so, then he gave us a contribution, at least in minutes. You know, yeah. that, there were yeah, some, some lucky moves there as well.
1: Markeith seemed to make certain shots yeah at really really good times and he was understanding of what needed to get done that's what you call your typical veteran player who still got some game you you don't have that you you kind of got rid of that because it might have ran its course Markeith might have that would might have been his last good year right let's say which I understand sometimes you want to reduce, you know, you want to replenish before it's too late. They took a chance on Russell Westbrook because they assumed, just like I assumed, that he would be the guy that could be a devastator as a third option when when LeBron wasn't on the court. And then when he was on the court, that was kind of where the, they're like, well, what is he going to do then? He can't really spot up. At the, at the three line and wait for LeBron to pass to him. Well, we're going to need somebody who knows how to cook. Let's say the, the Lakers offense was, you know, Asian food. Well, you guys already had a guy that cooked Italian food. You might've needed somebody that with an offensive mindset that could make that work, but we didn't. And then on top of that, you have an attitude. You got a guy that has had an attitude his entire career and doesn't seem to be going away anywhere. Uh, how's that going to work? Uh, is Darvin Ham going to be the answer? No, it's not going to be the answer. Matter of fact, it might get worse because Darvin Ham is reportedly a little bit more stern than a Frank Vogel. So, well, it might
0: work the opposite. You know, Darvin Ham might be actually a good thing for the team.
1: No, 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 it would be good for the team. I'm talking about Russell Westbrook.
0: Oh, well, Russell Westbrook, again, we're, we're still, when it comes to Russell Westbrook, I mean, this team going forward cannot, in my opinion, center itself around Russell Westbrook. Uh, I mean, whether you want you want to make him contribute to the team, his play, his deterioration in his play would suggest that you not make him a focal point of the team going forward.
1: I'm going to answer the question. We've talked about it from the beginning here, put in some meat in between to end that note.
0: You're getting me hungry with all these food metaphors. I'm just letting you know.
1: I'm, I've already eaten. I'm not hungry at all. Uh, I just try to make the audience understand, (laughs) you know, everyone eats, everyone knows what Italian and Asian and American food is. So it's, 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 it's going back to my, my teachings, Uh, your, your favorite uh, sports guy, Colin Coward. He's one of the guys I used to hear a lot growing up. Right. That was the sound of my Um, nostrils. And and, and then you reminded me even more of, of that situation because when you said that Jeannie said, she's, she's very determined to win 18. Well, which That's nice. That today. I, I'm very determined to jump over my house, but is that possible too? <laughs> Sometimes people say things, but if you're if you're observant enough, you could just sit there and go, "Are well, you?" Actions.
0: Serious? It's the old adage: actions speak louder than words.
1: Actions, execution, results. So when I talk to people who don't know me, I tell them I'm in the results business. I'm not in. Fa- I'm in fantasy football. I like fantasy football. I like fantasy movies. You know, I, I, I can watch Lord of the Rings and, and, and Harry Potter, you know, even though they're not really my thing, but they the great, great, great movies are great. They're, they're, they're so good that I that, that keeps me engaged, even though that's not my thing. But in the real world, I'm in the results business. If you want to say you're going to do something and you do it, hey, keep saying, keep, keep doing that. But I'm gonna tell you right now, if you're not good at producing results, you might want to not talk too much just in case those results aren't consistent. Then at least I'm not coming back to you and going, Hey, you said this, what happened? Now, if Jeannie can't, you know, with let's say the Kyrie deal, if she's not accumulating as many talent, as much talent to help a LeBron. Offense, which is shooters, shooters, and more shooters. If you can't get if you don't do that deal where you're not just getting Kyrie, but you're getting a Joe Harris and a Seth Curry, then you're not really living up to what you said. And let's say all that stuff doesn't happen, right? Let's say it doesn't happen. The, the, The assets and all that, like they want the whole kitchen sink, and you're like, I'm not doing that. I'll respect that. I respect her for saying I'm not giving up my assets for the future because we might end up needing those draft picks to draft someone, or we might need that for someone who we know will be a star and will be available and all that, because you're not going to know that with Kyrie. If you start the season with Russell Westbrook and you don't send him home, you're not serious about winning. That's it. That is it. I'm I'm, I'm putting that line in there right now on August 14th. And you did you, the Laker
0: Tom lean in order to go ahead yeah, and emphasize. If that. I was going to do the
1: lean, I'd be doing this. You are not serious about winning if you allow Russell Westbrook to be on the game day roster. I'm sorry, you're not. You're hoping that this guy will come through. Hope, there's no business. There's no hope in this business. There is no hope in this business. Now there's a lot of ways you can interpret that hope after what we've seen. And I, you know, God bless Darvin ham. I know he's saying all the right things, but I'm telling you right now, unless, unless Russell Westbrook matures in the next two months, he will not help your team win. I don't care how aggressive you are as a coach. And I don't care what offense you're running the second something goes wrong russell westbrook will taint and cancerize your team if you're well, serious thing- about winning you cannot have him on the team next year
0: the thing Period. is though you i mean at this stage of his career i mean he's in his middle 30s he is not you know look at the look at the statistics the raw statistics will tell you he's not as efficient as he once was his turnover ratio is still among the worst in the NBA and his defensive rating is lower than ever. And it's one of the worst in the NBA. If he does not improve in one of those areas, then what, you know, what integral part of the team can he actually play? So it's just simple. It's simple right there. It's right out there in the statistics, the eye test, everybody can see it. If he cannot improve in one or two of those areas, he is still going to be a, a, you know, a detriment to what the rotation is going forward. So that's simply the reason why you cannot have Russell Westbrook playing a significant amount of minutes on your team.
1: Especially with an even younger team. Yeah. He will influence those players. LeBron James is not Kobe Bryant or Michael Jordan. LeBron James is a passive-aggressive type of personality, and AD is an easygoing personality. He's, those guys are not the type to watch Russell Westbrook butcher a defensive assignment on the last second shot. They're not, they're not that type. They're not that type to, to get into his face and go, what the heck were you thinking? Darvin Ham might be that guy, but how is a guy who's making, what, 4 or $5 million a year going to tell someone who's making $47 million a year that they're not good? that that does play a factor in all this. And then it's going to resonate throughout the whole team.
0: And Greg Harris, uh, great to have him commenting on the show as well, along with Jeff green and everybody else that has been a part of this great show. We thank you so much. Greg Harris, the Lakers have a touch choice. If you're looking past Braun, you have to get the books, right? Having Russ's 47 million off the books will help. Yes, but, Will that satisfy LeBron as far as ha- getting him to sign an extension if you want him to sign an extension? See, there's all these these th- dominoes that have yet to fall, and that's what makes this so hard. Uh, BT901 says LeBron is the GOAT over Jordan. Uh, I guess uh, if that's what you want to say for other reasons. I can't say it on the, on the show, but uh, I guess if that's your feelings, BT901. That's a conversation, I guess, that's going to last until the end of time as far as who is the greatest of all time. Who here has watched Jordan, both in Kobe. their prime?
1: Yeah. Physically watched. You you have to physically. So when I say Will Chamberlain's the greatest center of all time, I look like a damn fool. I never saw one game him, him playing. Or, or barely saw Kareem play, barely didn't see Bill Russell play. You know, most of the guys that are talking – Go. A lot of them have never watched Michael Jordan play. Yeah, so it's 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 irrelevant.
0: I mean, I have my thoughts on it, which I've shared already on this show. So I will leave it at that. But once again, it's the Lakers Fast Break. We truly appreciate everybody out there checking us out wherever you get your podcasts. Of course, right here on YouTube. Please subscribe today so you get notifications on when we go live on the air with another episode of Lakers Fast Break podcast. Plus, like our page on Facebook as well. The Lakers Fast Break. But before we head out, my friend. And, oh, Greg Harris wants to put in something else right here. So you have to keep rust this season. It's looking more and more like it, unfortunately, or at least the contract portion of it and trade AD for assets. You know, Joe said he wants to give AD another year to see if he can remain healthy throughout the year and improve to where he once was at the end of 2020 season. So maybe that will be a case, but. Trading AD for a lot of assets to rebuild the team and rebuild the stockpile of assets, maybe it's something that I've actually talked about here on the show about doing that they may have to consider. Why? Because the roster as it is now, the Lakers have no shot. And I'm not disagreeing with you on, Greg, uh, because 3 through 12 on the roster is pretty barren. And even though last year we thought there was this older but more experience, but it turned out to be the worst supporting cast in the NBA as we've seen by this offseason where 10 of the players remain unsigned from last year. This year we got younger, but we didn't get substantially better. So we have a real drop-off after AD and LeBron.
1: You're not going to get – you saw how we got AD. What What did New Orleans get? Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, Lonzo Ball and a bunch of draft picks that might might do something. Not really. You never get equal value for, for a player of that stature. So it's 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 common sense in my book to, to at least... And, and the
0: Lakers won a title. And,
1: and, he, and we won a title with AD, and AD was a monster. I mean, I still don't know how the heck he didn't win defensive player of the year that year. He was unreal and the button was at at the most crucial game he was absolutely amazing in a clinching game guarding three guys I I was watching I'm like after game five stress and losing that game you go into game six you're kind of worried is it going to go seven and then all of a sudden you're watching this guy guarding an entire team practically well let me ask you this
0: Well, let me ask you this. Are you afraid we've seen the best of AD and that was it? Maybe the injuries will catch up to him?
1: If it was was a bone bruise that we didn't know anything about, yes. But his injuries, like Laker Tom says, I'll give him credit on this, is they were deliberate instances that got him injured. People ran into his ankle. People did this, whatever, right? The negative I have with AD is I don't know if he has a high pain threshold. The other thing is, unfortunately, as a Laker fan, we have been spoiled. We have been spoiled for a few generations here. Not just Kobe Bryant. I mean, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar played 20 years. Kobe played 20 years. Our generational players played. This is what we're used to. Derek Fisher played 82 games. AC Green played 82 games. Our lineage with this team is guys that play. Magic Johnson, other than his second year in the league, played every year, all year long. James Worthy played as, you know, like, what, what else do we know? What else do we know as Laker fans other than guys being available and playing? I don't remember... Until 2004, our three-peak team, you know, Ori was always there, and he was always having knee issues, but he was always there. Rick Carl Fox Malone was always got there. Carl Malone got uh, landed on with Scott Williams, and he played, tried to play his butt off, and it just couldn't make it, right? But they're trying. They're playing, right?
0: Well, I thought we had that title in the bag. They started off so well. They meshed so well with Carl Malone, and it looked like it was going to be something that – Lakers were just going to go away and run away and hide. And he got injured and it just got derailed from there. I Yes, I know they made the finals, but yeah, it looked like at that time, even though that most people were still thinking the Lakers would win, but Detroit had a plan and they just did a great number on them. But Greg Harris says, my solution is give Braun a Kobe contract and start the rebuild. Now, if Braun wants to walk, let him. Well, they've offered him two years. That's the maximum they can do on this extension. It's two years, ninety-four million dollars, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. A little bit ninety-four and change is what they can offer the maximum amount. They can't give him uh, uh, any longer than that right now, as far as under the M- NBA guidelines. So we'll see if he. We keep know, making. Accepts
1: it. Yeah, we keep making these in the moment decisions mm-hmm. because we didn't get what we want. Well, we got ourselves in trouble a few times with that stuff. We need to stop doing that. It's so easy to just say, let's trade A D, right? We're frustrated. Let's you know, I I think I, you still
0: have to look at it. I think you have to look at it. Seriously. He is now 30. He has had an injury plague the last few seasons. And you said give him one more year. I'm willing to do that. If you look at it, yes, I,
1: I did remember saying at, at least here's some stuff out there if it's out there. Yeah. But you're not likely gonna hear probably what you need. You're not, you would need to have a team say, look, we're an AD player away from winning a title. Let's give these guys a good package. What would be the good package? Would it be something that Danny H got for Rudy Gobert? That might be something considerable. If you're getting 80 draft picks, you know, that's fine. Then then maybe we do go that route if we're, we're, we're just wasting away LeBron's last few years here. And if he wants to go play with his son, which, you know, I've been saying this for a while, I think he should be in college for three or four years. Let him get better, but that's against LeBron's agenda with him wanting to play with his son, which is to me.
0: Well, right now he's considered with right around between forty-five and sixty. If you look at the that races. that is a
1: two to three year, maybe even a four year player. If I ever heard one in college, yeah. And if, well, he, he, could, if he, he
0: could advance himself in the next year. He so could, if he
1: could hit a growth spurt like his brother yeah. did, right? Yeah. That's, I think, what's also become an issue too is he's he's not his, his size is he can shoot. I've been watching his he he's got a nice shot. He's actually better shot than his dad, at least form wise and his ability to get the ball out. Yeah, it's uh, not trying quick.
0: to denigrate LeBron in any way. No, 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 not at all.
1: No, yeah. but but his game is 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 geared towards. It's not geared towards it's just unfair to even get close to what LeBron is yeah. talent-wise. That guy has one in a billion talent, if not more. It's impossible to even consider any way of him getting even close, let alone be him, his, his box. But th- this is the stuff that, that, that's kind of irritating, is why are we talking about something that has nothing to do with winning championship with this team? We're worried excellent, about when.
0: Excellent point, by the way, Greg Harris. Absolutely, yeah. he thinks yeah. that Bryce is going to be the star, and I think Bryce, who grew, who already had the growth spurt, it looks like he, he might. People act- say
1: that, but again, it, 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 one of the things that Shaq said about his boy Sharif is, and he, he could tell you, could, if you read what he said, you could you you can see what he means without being insulting to his own kid. Is it is it here? Does he have the because? One of the things that was so fun to watch when you saw Kobe and Shaq together, they were just mean. They were mean. They wanted to take your heart and eat it in front of you and put it back in. And on top of that, they had ungodly talent. What do you do at that point? What do you do? when someone can eat your heart right in front of you and you can't do anything about it. And that probably comes from whatever happened in the, in, in their growing up. Maybe this kid here didn't have that kind of mentality develop because of whatever reason. And I don't know. It's, I, I, I feel like there's too much extracurricular stuff that's getting pushed into all this, and that's probably where the irritability comes from. I'd like to focus on the Lakers and winning a championship instead of worrying about what players' kids are doing. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not interested in knowing what, pe- what, what these stars' personal lives are. I'm one of the f- few people that don't care, and I don't want to hear it. I don't care about what's going on in your personal life. I'm a fan. And I'm observing. I'm, I'm supporting a team, and I'm supporting the player that's on my favorite team to watch them win, so that we can enjoy the team. What happens with your family? What happens with that? You know, I hope everything's everyone's healthy and great. But I don't, I don't, I don't have any concern with that. Just as you don't have any concern with mine. Like, like that's personal stuff. I think we're getting out of hand here with all this stuff. We just, I, I don't, I don't, I don't really think it, it, it should be a discussion.
0: Well, last thing I wanted to touch on this, and then we'll hit the other subjects before we head on out, and that's Greg Harris says, bottom line, fellas, I think Jeannie does not want to be the post brawn Cavs or Heat. That's her hang-up. Uh, it's just something that, again, are you going to commit yourselves and, and do whatever it is necessary in order to get the Lakers into a better position than they are now? Mm-hmm. It's wait and see at this point in time because, again, it seems like it's chess or poker. Who is going to make, or who's going to flinch first? Who is going to make that first move, and will the dominoes fall from there? That's pretty much what I see. Well, there's right no here. question
1: there. We already know what the answer to that is. We have to wait for this KD thing to finish. Yeah. Is he going to get traded one, or is he traded? But you have to wait. You can't go and do a Gordon Hayward trade or a Julius Randall trade and then end up finding out two days later they're trading KD, and, man, if you had just waited, you would have been able to get Kyrie. You have to wait. KD absolutely bombed the entire league in a way where people haven't even registered it. He destroyed any chance of anything going on right now. It's been a month and a half, exactly a month and a half, where there's hardly been any movement because everyone's waiting for this freaking guy to get traded or not. We can't do anything because it all intertwines. And we have nothing to look forward to next year because there's hardly any talent available next year. There's hardly any talent. So what where do you go? Where do you go with okay? Well, let's get let's get rid of AD. Okay, well, who are you gonna get? What are you gonna get for him? And who are you gonna put to help A D or LeBron next year and all that? It's a lot of stuff. It's it's become it, 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 this has become a. It's become pure luck at this point. You, you're going to have to get lucky in some way, and I don't even know how you get lucky. How lucky are you going to get it? Lottery lucky maybe to see how you're going to win. Did anybody see Golden State winning the championship this year? Did anybody see the Celtics in the finals? I didn't really. I thought oh, there was a few that picked the Warriors. I thought I thought Milwaukee would go back. And I thought Phoenix would come back with some fire. I, I actually thought it would be a rematch. But we're, we're seeing way too many uh, duds. We're seeing way too many duds just kind of – it's changed. It's no longer uh, it's no longer a definite now when you see a team that's dominating in the regular season that they're going to make it all the way through. It's, 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 all out, it's all out of whack. You know, these guys are getting hurt. Middleton got hurt. Phoenix, you know, Booker got hurt. Aiton's worried about his contract. Focus was probably off. Chris Paul, unfortunately, runs into a little bit of uh, playoff-itis usually. But the West
0: is stacked, my friend. And, I, again, as we talked about on the Vegas Odd Show on Thursday, it, to me is just – I think there will – it's going to be murder's row. And there's going to be a lot of teams that are bunched up right between 45 and the high 50s right there that are all competitive and if the Lakers can find themselves in that mix, that's great. But they're going to find themselves in the Western Conference with a whole bunch of competitive teams. And I think it's going to be really loaded. I mean, a lot of these teams right now have a lot of talent going into the season. You know, obviously if they stay healthy, but health is to me, I think it's going to be a big key for a lot of these teams this season.
1: Warriors, Memphis, Phoenix. Well, Memphis is again, Denver. with
0: triple J Jaron Jackson, Jr. Out for five to six months. They're Second half of the season, I think, will be much stronger than that.
1: And first. we talked about pressure. Will they wilt? Will they wilt now that they're being gunned down instead of being the gun? That happens a lot. Yeah. I think Phoenix hit a wall again. They keep hitting that wall, and they should have won two championships by now with the talent that they had. And they just – you don't know anymore. I, I Warriors – they Denver, were, they were, if
0: they get back everybody healthy, they look good. And the
1: Denver looks good, but the problem is, I don't know if Jamal Murray will be the same player. The guy relied a lot on his athleticism. This is does his torn knee now limit him a little bit? And Jokic can only do so much.
0: Can MPJ uh, come back with that? Seriously injured back that he's had for so many years now. kind of iffy at best.
1: Big backs are always a, a, a crap. I don't know anybody. I know. I, mean, I
0: know wherever you speak, my friend. I'll leave it at that.
1: Yeah, the back is a you know. I think the NBA's got really good at fixing the lower extremities. And the Clippers,
0: is... if they're healthy, I mean they they're loaded, man. They've got a loaded roster. I, I don't want that to happen. I don't like it to happen. I can't stand the
1: Clippers. I'm, I'm not. They, I'm I, until they're I they're loaded, so, man. If you look at on loaded paper with what. What are they loaded with?
0: They've got a lot of talent, 1 through 12, okay. more than the Lakers okay. uh, right now.
1: Okay, that's that's great. What has what that resulted in?
0: Well, if they're healthy, again. If they're healthy.
1: healthy. Okay, yeah, so if my, 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 my aunt had a, you know what, she'd be my uncle. To me, and, and I'll tell you why I'm aggressive on this one. I keep hearing about how the Clippers are, you know, ruling L.A., and that's, oh, they're
0: not ruling LA unless they get. They they they, they, have,
1: they they can't even rule their own locker room. Uh, come on, let's let's get real here, guys. Uh, they haven't won squat. Uh, they had a chance to face us in the Western Conference Finals, and they blew it. Blew a three-one lead. So win something, and then I'll I'll respect you. But you haven't won, Jack. Oh well, Kawhi was hurt. Okay, Magic got hurt in the eighty-nine Finals. Does anybody care? Worthy and Scott got hurt in the 91 finals. Did anyone care? Uh, Carl Malone and, and Rick Fox and Derek Fisher was on one leg in the 04 finals. Did anyone care? Bynum hurt his knee, couldn't really play in that. He didn't really didn't play in the 08 finals. Did anyone care? Why all of a sudden we care now when it's not the Lakers? No one cared when our guys got hurt. That's part of the game. Don't get hurt.
0: Thanks so much to Greg Harris for subscribing and becoming our newest subscriber. Also, as well, Alan, as well, big shout-outs to both of you. Please subscribe to our show today, or channel today, right here on YouTube, as soon as you can. But before we head on out, my friends, speaking of the Clippers and that crosstown rivalry, which, again, the Lakers still have a commanding 17-0 to lead on, they were announced, or actually leaked out but via Shams from The Athletic, saying that they will meet up in the I'm assuming it's the first game of the year October 20th uh, it was my daughter's one of my daughter's birthdays I'm so happy for that day so I'll be busy but we'll be busy as well at the Lakers fast break because the Lakers will be playing their crosstown rivals the Clippers on that day so if you theoretically have everyone healthy for what will seemingly be the first game of the season or one of the first games of the season that'll be a very interesting matchup indeed and then Christmas the Christmas Day lineups have also been leaked out there, and the Lakers will be heading to Dallas to face off against Luka Doncic. So, your thoughts on both those matchups before we talk about the Hulu docuseries series, Legacy: The True Story of the LA Lakers?
1: Very good scheduling. I think playing the Clippers in the first game is a is a, is a good setup. Playing Dallas at, at Christmas is. I'm, I'm Luka Doncic versus the Lakers. I think that's that's good theater. Uh, ring ceremony for the Warriors is going to be the Lakers. Lakers are they're the they're
0: the, so, so you've heard that the that they're going to be. Uh, so yeah. this the ring ceremony
1: out. will be for the Warriors. Will be Lakers in town.
0: Okay, there you go.
1: I read that earlier today. Those are good those are good things. Those are good games. I know I'll be watching them and I know we'll be discussing those games after oh, we will. afterward. I'm just hoping that we know who we are when we go in to the season. Mm-hmm. Regardless of how this turns out. My hope is that if there is something in terms of transactions done, they get the right players with what they have right now and we go after it. And if for some reason we can't get those players, I hope that you subtract what has been the problem completely in the last year. Don't go into it assuming that it's going to get better because you have a new coach. It's a new season. Everybody's all optimistic. Optimism is great, but not, 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 not at the expense of reality. The reality is 34, 35 year old players don't get better at the fundamentals. If you're not, about the fundamentals at that age and you're a first ballot Hall of Famer, then that is a mental issue on that player's part and a team surrounded by players who are not demonstrative and or young, it will damage that team's chemistry. Just wanted to give a big
0: shout out to Cole Johnson with Snowman in the Morning. Wanted to give him a big shout out to go ahead and check out his shows. He's watching right now. Truly appreciate it. But my friend, before we head on out, Hulu. (laughs) What seemingly is the year of the Lakers on television. And I'm not exactly talking about their performances on the court, but off the court, we've seen the magic docuseries on Apple TV+. Plus. We've also seen the very controversial HBO's winning time, which I know you particularly enjoyed i thought it went off the rails a little bit for me but i still watched through it and i still have as you know everybody can listen here on the shows in our archives we actually commented on every episode week after week and i compliment both you and laker tom for going over with me on that but the hulu network streaming outlet is having this week the debut for legacy the true story and they would love to put in their true story of the L.A. Lakers, obviously a shot at the winning time series. Your thoughts on this, my friend, because it is going to be a straight docuseries. Are you expecting to find anything new? Is there any part of the Lakers history that they that you would like to see them focus on? Uh, Antoine Foucault, one of the best directors in the past 30 years, is overseeing this entire project. Obviously, if everybody's seen Training Day and what a tremendous film that is, plus all the other great works he has been trying to reach out to who we are waiting to get some word back. If I can go ahead and interview some of the people responsible for behind the scenes on this docuseries. And of course, we're going to be talking about here on the show as well, when we're able to go ahead and catch the episodes, but your thoughts on this series before we head on out,
1: we're probably going to find out about the family bus dynamic that we didn't know about. Based off are the we going to see it
0: the way they want to portray it, or are we going to see it the way we actually want to see it? Uh,
1: they're interviewing Jim Bush, Jeannie. Uh, I, I'm, I, I don't know if I, I, don't think I saw any of the other Bus siblings, but I think we're going to find out. I think bit. I did
0: see a couple together. Yeah,
1: yeah. We're going to find out what each one's perspective on how things worked out was. That would be something new. Again, I'm, I'm in tune with the Laker history so well. The only thing I didn't know about with the Magic documentary. Was things like um, I thought his
0: dynamic with his son was something I was really interested in hearing more about.
1: Uh, I my my surprise was how close Magic was to full blown AIDS. Mm-hmm. That was a shock. Mm-hmm. I think they said he was three cells, four cells away. Which kind of dropped the you know kind of was like oof. You know, like, ooh, had that? Had, had they not caught this two, three months? Two, three months? You know, if it had been three months, three more months before they yeah. found out, how do we? You know, would would he have gotten it? And I, I don't know how that would have played out. But other than that, I had read and watched everything in the last thirty years about what happened, and kind of knew what was going on there. Um, so I, I believe based off the trailer, we're going to find out. More about what happened with the bus drama that we didn't know about. Everything else, the real Lakers stuff, yeah, we're probably already going to know what that is because we're we're in tune with it. I own almost every DVD or Blu-ray of what's happened in the last 20 years. A lot of that stuff will explain, you know, the Kobe era and the Magic era, uh, you know, all that stuff. Uh, as far as winning time, uh. I Maybe it's because I understand the Hollywood concept of, of, of explanation. I always use the Tombstone and Wyatt Earp example.
0: It's entertainment, and you have to make it such.
1: So why is Tombstone more popular than Wyatt Earp, right? The movies yes. came out practically at the same time, somewhat of the same story. Well, Wyatt so Earp thought, was
0: extensively longer. It drawn out. Like you said, it tried to tell more of his story. Well, what it did was story. it told the truth. Yeah.
1: So when I talked to my... I, at that time, I was, when I was talking to people about it, this was maybe about 12 years ago, I was doing a film with uh, some, some stunt uh, guys that worked on the film. And, of course, they're big fans of the cowboy films and all that stuff, so one of the guys that I knew said Wyatt Earp was the true story of who he was. And it wasn't... It's closer. A, yeah. Well, yeah, of course, everything has its embellishment in Hollywood, but that was truer to the, to the story of who he was. And we say as an audience, we want the truth. We want the true story. No, we don't. I think that's another one of those things where fantasy... Gets in the way of what actually happens. We want Val Kilmer to be smooth. We don't want Dennis Quaid looking like he's got tuberculosis. Like really looking like he had TB. You watch Quaid in that, and well, he Kilmer, looks like
0: they made him look really. They, they showed him started to digress. You know, his facially sure. got white. Uh, really, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cute. You don't know. It, 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 they,
1: it, they did. They did it. But that's not what. That's not what people remember. They don't care about No, that, it was it me? was a shortened, less than it was two his, hours. It was his yeah, delivery. It was, it was yeah. the showman. It What people want to show. They want to be entertained. Okay, they don't want to see something depressing most of the time.
0: Well, getting back to the series, though, getting back to the series, uh, I'm looking forward to it. But again, how true it will be, we'll have to find that out. How much It always concerns me as someone who reviews a ton of movies, reviews a ton of docuseries. How true to the actual subject material will you be by putting in both the good and the bad? With the magic docuseries, were you going to put in the not so pleasant to watch, you know, to talk about stuff as opposed to the stuff that you really want to showcase to people about your life. Same thing with the Lakers. Are we going to be able to see the things behind the scenes that have also been a part of the Lakers history, whether we like to admit it or not? That's what I want to know. Do you feel that's that where the you, magic... That's where you see the true docuseries and documentaries that are really good as opposed to the ones that just want to play it safe.
1: Do you feel, okay, so great, great answer. So I uh, I've been watching um, the the newest Star Wars documentary on Vice Light and Magic. Uh, what is it called? Icons Unearthed or something?
0: Oh, okay. I thought you meant Light and Magic on Disney Plus because that no, one uh, has no been, no that's behind the Icon, scenes icons Icons
1: Unearthed. I think that's what it is. It's a okay. the, the last episode is this Tuesday. Okay. So they finally finally interviewed Marsha Lucas, who's one of. I've been dying to like where is this lady why isn't she George where Lucas is the
0: ex-wife where fifth is fifth the lady
1: fifth. that that was telling George stop doing that and made a trilogy for the ages we got sugarcoated about because I watched the two and a half hour uh Star Wars of dreams from the box set which I watch every now and then because I, I I like it but it's a softer it's a softer documentary. They don't really get into the certain producers like Gary Ertz and and what really happened behind the scenes. On this one, they were pretty brutal about how he kind of maybe didn't do what they wanted him to do.
0: Watch the so, first three episodes of Light and Magic on Disney Plus. It's also very interesting as far as the inception of, of ILM and dealing with the first Star Wars movies. Well, one thing I
1: did come away from all this stuff, and it's something that has always been there, and we, you know, that's probably why a lot of people got angry with George Lucas and what eventually took him to, and this is correlating with a genie thing, because you're, you're sensing that same thing where there's a frustration of decision making that doesn't compute with what's coming out of the mouth,
0: mm-hmm.
1: okay? It's the same thing. George Lucas, I didn't know this until this last one that I watched on Vice. George Lucas reintroduced the box sets in the mid-'90s with some additions, right? The first edition was the Guido shooting first thing. He created this and upset people, but people still watched it and they were able to accumulate enough money from that to, you know, to, to now then finance the prequels. I didn't know that. I didn't know he did that because he wanted to raise money for the prequels. So one thing that, that needs to, I think what, what people fail to realize who are powers of industry, Genie, George Lucas, those types When you create a product that's so big, that so many millions of people love, you have to accept that it's probably not yours anymore. Can you do that? This goes with pop stars, too, or any kind of musician, Tina Turner, Michael Jackson, you know. You, you, I don't know if they're taught that your your brand is is out of it's no you're no longer they they this character is now your audience's character, and the reason why this character exists is because of these people, and you have to cater to it. Yeah, it's I know it's your product. I know George. I know you made it. I know you own it, but. It's not really yours anymore. Jeannie, I know you own the Lakers. I know you have sisters and brothers and all that, and they're all part of that. But the Lakers are really not yours. It's, 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 it's ours. We make it viable. We The people who spend their life around the Lakers. And unless you really understand that, you're 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 gonna constantly get in this tennis match in your brain about how to pee, appease yourself as well as appease your fans. It's not realistic. You can't do both. You have to create this now, based off. And I'm not saying you you you're 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 gonna listen to some Yahoo on the internet to, on on how to make transactions. You know, but you also have to come back and understand when 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 millions of people are in support of what you do, there's there's some catering there that you have to understand. That's, that's the way it is. And you got to be truthful and you can't treat our, the people we admire like Jerry West, like magic, you know, she should have been a leader there and said, why is magic saying he got backstabbed? What the hell did you do, Rob? Why'd you backstab him? If he wasn't doing his job, at least, Tell him to his face, hey, you're not doing anything. You're out vacationing and talking about Ben Simmons and how you want to train him. Dude, you can't do that. Instead, back to that passive-aggressive crap that I can't stand. Um, it's not just a generational thing. It's a culture thing now. See where see?
0: Oh, yeah. Well, we'll see what happens, how elaborate this upcoming docuseries on Hulu is again, it's legacy, the true story of the LA Lakers as what they say. So we'll see if it is the true story of the LA Lakers. As we perceive it, we will share our thoughts as soon as we catch episodes on the Lakers fast break. We'll go ahead and share our thoughts on that. But my friend, it's been a great conversation. We hope that Genie bus is still committed to going ahead and surpassing the Boston Celtics with 18 championships. So we're hoping that that happens. Appreciate everyone in the chat room. You guys have been great. Greg, Johnny, two K six BT nine Oh one also as well, Jeff green. And of course as well, Alan FTW 49. Thank you so much to Alan and also as well, Greg for subscribing here on YouTube. But before we head on out, I just wanted to go ahead and mention if you have any questions for us, always you can put it on the YouTube channel. Joe and I check that constantly. Also as well, Facebook, Lakers Fast Break. I'm on Twitter, at Lakers Fast Break. Also go ahead, at Soro 5 on Twitter as well. And of course, always at Laker Tom, you can go ahead and check out his latest trade proposals right there for you, at Laker Tom. Let's go ahead and check out his site, along with Jamie Sweet, who I hope to get on this week. We're thinking about doing another late night Lakers Fast Break in the coming days. So looking forward to that, plus also as well getting Sean Grice back on as well. Hopefully they'll appear on the channel, and of course Joe and I are coming back at you on Thursday at the very least, but wanted to go ahead and mention if you have any questions for us, at Lakers Fast Break on Twitter, and of course LakersFastBreak at Yahoo.com. Any last thoughts, Joe, before we head on out?
1: Yes, shout out to Ernest Gray. Ernest Gray. Saw deterred. that conversation. Yes, he, he, and that's not his first comment. There was a little bit of a jab in some of my commentary about LeBron James. I wanted to and I said I would address this on on the show today. I think I was able to make him understand where my mindset was at the time. I think he he was very adamant about me staying positive. <laughs> uh, and I hope I I was very positive today. I try to be positive, folks. Sometimes real world stuff comes in. There is a little bit of a thought process on my end, believe it or not. I know you guys think I just say whatever I want to want, want what I think. No, I don't. I I, I, this has to be a little calculated and there needs to be a little bit of prep, even if it sounds natural. But we are not going to be a duplication of what other shows are going to be. I would not be doing this show if it was going to be that. If it was, That's one of the reasons why I never got in to the next phase in this industry, because I knew there would be a backlash of how I deliver my speech. And I also said I am not going to be one of those shock jock controversial nutheads either. I'm not trying to be that just to get an audience. I'm telling you what I'm observing and how I feel about this. And if you interpret that in a way that's not of what you think, I'm sorry, but what you like, what you think it's coming from is not like, is not true. Wherever you think it's coming from, it's not. I hold no allegiance to anything in my life other than to my family and my friends. And I've had to say this to my own family members and my own friends. If you're stubborn about it and not want to listen, that's your issue. I hold no allegiance to anyone other than than my family and friends. And for Ernest, we had a good conversation online. Ernest, I hope you understand where I am and know that everything I say comes from, again, what I see and what I need to address. Why? Because we're Laker fans. We're watching this to enjoy things. There are plenty of things out there that are not enjoyable that we have to deal with. I would like to come here on the show and watch 82 games throughout the year, plus playoffs and other games as well, and enjoy the, the good things that are, are of this world, too. Nothing, not, not everything needs to be of some kind of an agenda or some kind of a message. Relax. It's not that big of a deal. It's just a game. And one of the great things about sports is you can't fake sports. You can't fake talent. You can't just bring some guy on the street and say, well, they deserve a chance. It doesn't work like that in sports. That's why sports will always be number one. Number one, because talent is the ultimate decision maker. And for me, whether it's in my life or whether I'm watching sports, I'm about talent and results. And if you don't produce the talent and the results, guess what? You're going to hear something. And it's probably going to be something you don't want to hear. If you're in support of whatever you're supporting. That's it. That's my button on the day. Well,
0: big shout out to Ernest for going ahead and, and sharing his thoughts on the YouTube channel. And then Joe for taking the time to go ahead and respond to that. Again, we try to do our best to go ahead and respond to you. Even after this video airs live, we want to go ahead and respond to you as best we can on that. So please go ahead and give us a shout-out whenever you want. YouTube, Facebook, at Lakers Fast Break on Twitter, and of course, LakersFastBreak at Yahoo.com. Well, Joe, great conversation today. Thanks again so much to everyone out there in the chat room. Johnny2k6, thanks, Gerald and Joe. See you back at LB at oxman <laughs>
1: johnny likes almost every post i make on lb i i, I noticed that maybe about a year ago he did i guess he just likes you just You've likes got what a I fan stay. my friend so i i i every time every time i i every time i see i see him i, I just hey man you have thank you. You know, like (laughs) Mm I, am not, I'm not looking for validation, but sometimes it it happens by accident. And I'm just happy. I, I I can give that, give that, that positive thing. And it really, I I wish I had been on the show a year earlier when we had won the title. I'm extremely supportive. if, If I had a Dodger podcast right now, you would see a different side I I've watched I'm I, 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 they lost today but their their execution this last month has been phenomenal well and-
0: just finishing up with the uh, MLB just letting you know that yeah the Dodgers now have uh actually one they want 12 in a row they really distance themselves from the Yankees as far as the overall best record it, you know we don't know who's going to be the best team of course we haven't even gotten to the playoffs yet but they are hitting a groove right at the, you know, almost at the right time.
1: It, it, it's, and I've watched, I've watched them, unfortunately, 2019, 2021, they, they should have won a title in those years. They won 106 games. They might be games. facing
0: off against the Astros again.
1: Well, they, they've, that's something I've been pushing. I want that revenge. I don't want to look at, 17 anymore not have a it reminds it's it's reminding me a lot of the 2008 loss against the Celtics with the Lakers and they were able everybody was like oh I want the Celtics to lose on that run in 2010 I'm like no 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 no. I want those guys in the finals Kobe the Lakers need to get revenge for that and they got it and it felt so good And Houston needs to be in the World Series this year with the Dodgers. And I want the Dodgers to annihilate them. And I want them to win in Houston. That is my prayer right now. I'm hoping for that. (laughs) Jamie Sweets got some requests. I'll tell you what.
0: He asked me to see if we could do something Monday late night. So I'll see if we can do something Monday late night. I need some Jamie Sweets, some more of those Bobby Boucher talks.
1: Too sweet i'm gonna Um, wear my nwo shirt for absolutely
0: one of the best angles inventions ever in pro wrestling i can't say i blame you from there we appreciate joe's wisdom blue magic is saying gerald and joe thanks again for the show again i'm trying to get jamie and sean on hopefully on monday to do separate shows based on their time differences and their availability i'm gonna see if i'm trying to get them on tom was gonna try and make it tonight unfortunately couldn't make it but If we have enough content, maybe I'll do another Tuesday with Laker Tom this week. Just in case we have something, unless it's not trying to sound repetitive, we'll be on Thursday. And of course, if Tom can make it Thursday, like he did last Thursday, we'll see if he can come back for Thursday as well. But yeah, these guys availability that's, you know, it's just whenever they can make it, you know, and I'm truly appreciating Joe and Tom and Jamie and, and John and, and so everyone else that's at TJ and everybody else that takes the time out of their day to talk Lakers with us and bring you guys some entertainment out there. So we truly appreciate everyone behind the scenes here who is able to go ahead and take the time out of their day and out of their family lives to go ahead and talk Lakers. So I will try to get Tom and Jamie back on this week now that there are some requests out there. Love the dynamics. Johnny 2K is saying great comments out there when Joe and Laker Tom are on the same show. I am trying to go ahead and put these two together. Now that for a longest time, I wasn't sure if I wanted these two on, all honesty out there, because they're both, um, how should I say this in the nicest way possible, a little bit uh, expressive in their thoughts. Seeing how we were one hour and 30 minutes in here, they're very expressive on their thoughts. So putting them together makes for a longer episode for me to edit. But you know what? If it's what you guys want, I'm going to try and do my best to get it more often. For
1: you. Well, I'm, I'm assuming you thought we would butt heads, right?
0: That too, that too, and yeah, there's been a the, little bit of that, but for the most butting, part, you guys have been good.
1: Yeah, butting heads is not really uh, when you when you're a, when you're collaborating on a show.
0: But also, as well, letting everybody know you guys are going to be on. I'm sure a lot together yeah. when we do the post games when yeah, we go back col- to the collaborating.
1: Yeah, collaborating on a show is it's it's got to be kind of like a team. It's not. Yeah. Uh, there, there is a level of fakeness in a lot of these shows now where people are arguing, oh, no, you're this, or no, you're that. Yeah, it's okay. You can sometimes go, wait, what were you thinking? You
0: well, I've that? actually argued on the air much more with Laker Tom yeah. than you have. Well, yeah, the
1: the arguing part, I've done shows with people that I have nothing in common with. And the dynamic of that is exactly that, that it's two different type of personalities. hmm And I feel like it's unoriginal to continue a banter back and forth type thing at this moment. Maybe it would have worked 20 years ago. You know, if it's organic,
0: if it's organic,
1: organic, organic, yeah, it's gotta be something legit, right? It's gotta be like, Hey, look, Russell Westbrook is going to be the MVP this year. And then at that point I'm like, okay, (laughs) dude, come on. Really? That's not going to happen. We know this. I'm already demonstrative and abrasive too much. So really? I, have to scale, I would have, I have never noticed. Back. I have to scale back. I have to scale back. <laughs> uh, it's, 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 can, my it's an ever evolving. It's an ever evolving adapting business. And the one thing that we want to make sure that we don't do is again, we don't sound like anybody else.
0: I don't think we do.
1: And we don't, we don't cringe and whine and break like what most people do
0: <laughs> the nighthawks have returned i should have named this an episode of the nighthawks Kaka. Kakaw, indeed yes with johnny 2k6 out there but johnny it's not really magic. nighttime
1: it's still even it sun's still out
0: i know well you see i'm fading into the las vegas darkness blue yeah, magic I... says tom is the optimist joe is the realist Well, I don't want to say I'm a pessimist either, me and Jamie. But me and Jamie also see very things like right there, realistic on paper. But I would sound like an
1: optimist. But you like
0: the Russell Westbrook trade, and you and Tom did. You two, you and Tom, were sold on that, and and I was never sold from day one. I I was was sold because
1: LeBron has always been able to play with anyone and a third Uh, option. I test
0: my friend. I test, I test.
1: Yeah. It's Um, I I didn't, I just didn't know he would be missing layups and not doing basic defensive uh, assignments. Yeah, it was. It's
0: all it was about in the bubble that series in the bubble did it for me, but once again, you, everyone out there has been so tremendous. We've got some great people watching us tonight and obviously answering the chat. But again, if you have any questions for us, at Lakers Fast Break on Twitter. And of course, Lakers Fast Break on YouTube. Subscribe today. Lakers Fast Break on Facebook. Like that page today. And of course, Lakers Fast Break at yahoo.com. Remember, Catch Joe hovering around LakersBall.com. Big shout out to all the great people that are part of that scene, all the great groups that are there. LakersBall.com. Of course, Laker Tom and Jamie Sweet. Go ahead and big shout out to them. Check out their works today at of course lakerholics.com and our good friends at the who pets podcast network who have supported us for so many of our 500 and now one episodes my friend can't believe i put in 501 of the books just been a tremendous time indeed please check out number 500 with boomer all if you can that's here on the youtube channel wherever you get your podcasts but for joe sorrell from lakersball.com aka ox 1947 this is gerald glassford thank you so much for watching and listening and I will definitely have more shows in the offering. I'm looking to do maybe at least one, maybe two on Monday night. Definitely one on Thursday, of course. And maybe even I'll throw in a Tuesday with Laker Tom if we can come up with something good. And we will go ahead and make sure that you guys out there in Lakerland will go ahead and have enough great episodes coming up this week of the Lakers Fast Food Podcast.